This is Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates, and this is the Retirement Ready Show. Our goal is to educate you on the many topics of retirement and inform you how to create a successful Retirement Ready Roadmap. Thank you for joining me today for another episode where we will make your Retirement Ready Roadmap simple. Hello and welcome to the show. You're listening to the Retirement Ready Show. My name is Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates. I'm joined this week by Brad Allen, Jared Sharkey. Hello. Hello. How's everybody doing? Doing great. Yeah, doing well. Brad, I was watching the All-Star break. I missed you in the dunk contest. Uh, yeah. Now, if they get the trampoline out there, I might be able to do it. But uh, You ever yeah. see those guys in like the halftime shows? They're going off the trampoline and doing yeah. all those aerobatics. Is that yeah. uh, is that you? Or? No. No. Are you inside the mascot? I feel like, you know, I've been on trampolines before, and, and that, that is a timing thing, too, right? How do you get so high when you bounce off that trampoline to time it right? And, yeah, I, I think it would be a disaster if I tried it, you know. It's impressive watching those guys fly yeah, through the really air. Is. That's for yeah. sure. Yep. That's for sure. But great topic this week, guys. But before we get started, I just want to remind everybody that we don't provide tax advice Everyone's situation is going to be unique, and as with all of our clients, we really encourage listeners to seek the guidance of a qualified tax professional before making any decisions about their tax situation. And I think people are often surprised to discover that taxes are one of their biggest expenses in retirement, and for so many, the assumption is that once you retire and your paycheck stop coming in, taxes are going down. And while this is kind of a logical train of thought, it's not the case for many people. What's often not considered is that those paychecks are replaced with income from Social Security that up to 85% can be included at ordinary income tax brackets. You also have to consider IRAs, 401ks, other tax-deferred retirement plans that every dollar you take out is taxed at ordinary income. And for these and many other reasons, many retirees find that their taxes don't go down and in some cases are actually higher after they stop working. So the more of your savings must be used to pay taxes, then the less you're going to have for travel, hobbies, buying gifts, grandkids, all those fun bucket list items that we all want to do and, and enjoy and spend money on in retirement, which is why today's show is devoted to explaining the control that you do have over taxes. And perhaps, you know, Jared, Brad, one of the biggest retirement problem taxes can create is that they force you to drain your savings faster, which could increase the chances that you outlive your money. That's probably the number one concern we hear from people. Do I have enough money? Am I going to be okay? And if you're not sure if your current retirement plan is tax efficient as it could be, or if you don't have a retirement income plan, call our office today to schedule a complimentary consultation. You can come and connect with uh, any member of our team here. And whether it's a quick 15-minute phone call or a 60-minute virtual, you can see those options right at retirementreadyshow.com. And I think, you know, most retirees fall into one of two categories. First are those who don't have a tax-efficient retirement income plan, where each dollar they withdraw from savings, their bucket of money contains at least one less dollar, so they constantly live in fear that it's going to be drained and they're going to outlive their money. The other category is those who have tax-efficient retirement income. Their money's working hard for them. It's not being drained by unnecessary taxes or other inefficiencies, and as a result, you know, they, they have a, a greater future. They're able to sleep better at night because they're not worried about the longevity of their money. We always want to help make sure you have enough money for retirement. And, and Jared, you know, I think one, one important thing to think about is think 
in today's environment especially is could taxes be higher in the future yeah and that's a great question it's certainly something to uh it's really really scary to think about but it's really important that you do so because it can really make a major impact on just how much you're spending in taxes later on uh, a lot goes into how much we're spending with the government right now and so really uh looks like we're in a lot lower tax bracket than we're going to be in the future and when i consider what's going on today in our country i'm convinced that taxes will be higher perhaps a lot higher so I think what we want to do is, is think about the future direction of taxes. And when we think about the government spending and everything that's happening, right, that naturally economically could lead to a rising tax rate environment. And that's the type of thing that can really become a big drain on, on your finances. And there's been a lot of discussion in the media recently about whether wealthy people are paying their fair share of taxes. And that's a political question that, you know, we're not going to jump into, you know, we're going to focus on retirement planning. But my experience is, you know, that that the wealthy understand they have a great deal of control of when they pay their taxes. That's the big difference. But more importantly, by controlling when taxes are paid, they have some very powerful and really effective ways to either reduce those taxes or sometimes eliminate them all together. And we're certainly not going to get into politics here, but if you think about the tax cuts we got during the Trump administration, taxes really went down. Many of us, though, lost that ability to do an itemized uh, tax return, so you couldn't write off your charitable deductions. But even if President Biden doesn't get through any of the tax proposals that you can read through on his website, we know in 2026 those old tax rate cuts are expiring. So we know rates are on the rise. So it's really important to plan for a rising tax rate environment. And Jared, I think the other step you want to think about is controlling when taxes are paid. Yeah. And if you're like many people, you're probably thinking, I have no control about when, uh, if I'm going to be paying my taxes and April 15th comes around. And if I don't have my taxes paid, the IRS can be knocking at my door. And that's not always the case. Consider you're likely doing things right now to control when you pay your taxes. If you're still drawing a salary and making contributions to an employer-sponsored retirement plan, you're controlling when you're paying those taxes. If your contribution to a traditional IRA, 401k, or other tax-deferred plan, then you have decided you don't want to pay the taxes today. Instead, you want to pay them in the future after you have retired and started taking withdrawals. If you instead decide not to contribute, you have in effect decided to pay the taxes on the money today. It's entirely your choice as to whether you plan contributions or not. So it's you who is controlling when the taxes will be paid. For those of you who are already retired, you have may considered converting your traditional IRA to a Roth IRA. If so, you know that to convert, you would need to be paying taxes. You'll have a tax bill in doing so. But by choosing to pay these taxes today, you are controlling that there will be no taxes to pay on this money in the future. No one will force you to convert to a Roth IRA. So it's your choice as to when you pay those taxes. Perhaps you invest in real estate. If you sell a property before you can put those proceeds in the bank, you have to pay taxes on that appreciation. But instead, you could do something called a 1031 exchange and use those proceeds to purchase another property and once again defer those taxes. Again, it's you who is controlling the timing of those tax payments. And there are many examples, Jared, of how people can control when they pay taxes. But, you know, since we have limited time on the show, we want to talk a little bit about, you know, some of those strategies. And Roth conversion strategies are a great, great way to approach it. Let, let me set the stage here, right? Let's assume today, and if you look at tax rates historically, we're in a very low tax rate environment. 
right? There was a point in history, the top income tax bracket was 94%. That was the first time our country had more debt than GDP. That's the country's ability to produce income. And now that's happened in the last couple of years again. Now, I'm not suggesting that top rate's going back to 94%, but I think historically we're in a pretty low rate environment. We know those rates are changing in 2026, so maybe we have an opportunity here to decide, to your point, Jared, let's pay the taxes now because it's a better deal right now than it may be in 10, 20, or 30 years. And so many different strategies. The 1031 is a great way to exchange properties. I had a great couple I met with the other day, and they happen to have a business, but it could be a business, a property, some type of asset that has a lot of long-term capital gains. And many of you listening may be saying, well, boy, I don't want to pay the taxes on that. Well, we have some great strategies where we can avoid the entire tax bill and not have a hit to your estate. Now, these strategies are going to be different for everybody, but the point is there's lots of great strategies out there, and tax planning is an area that most people don't address. Brad, I, I think folks want to know how much do you pay in taxes? <laughs> Too <Yeah>. much. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, one of the things, Tony, that, that I see a lot is, is, you know, people will consider doing Roth conversions, but they're saying, okay, well, you know, I, I'm worried that, um, you know, I'm going to take this money from a big IRA and I'm going to put it into a Roth IRA that's going to be a smaller account and therefore it won't compound and won't grow as quickly as time goes on. But the answer to that is, is, yes, you're right, right? But when you look at the longevity of the portfolio, you have this IRA, maybe it's a 401k, 403b, it's tax deferred. How much of that money is actually yours, right? How much of that money is actually yours is really dependent on how you take it out along the way. And you do have control over that, especially early in retirement. That's the idea of the Roth conversion. If you can get more of that money, not only in your hands, but your family's hands later on down the road, Tax-free are everybody's two favorite words in retirement. Right? I love, let's it's say it together. Tax-free. Tax I love it. I love right. it. So the more you can get tax-free, the better off, you know, you're going to be later on when it comes to long-term care, all these different things. It has a huge impact on it. Hey, podcast fans. If you're ready to take the next steps to create your Retirement Ready Roadmap, then visit us at retirementreadyshow.com. Here you can download educational white papers, Sign up for educational, no-obligation workshops, or schedule your complimentary consultation. Also, don't forget to follow us and like us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Now back to the podcast. And I think it's important, Brad, you know, to, to control when taxes are paid. Because if you can do that, oftentimes you can control the amount that, of taxes that are paid. 100%. You know, people who acquire great wealth understand the power that comes from controlling when they pay taxes. Not how much, but just when. When are you going to pay those taxes? In fact, it can be so powerful that it can even allow them to eliminate taxes in certain situations. More importantly, you can do the same. It's not just for the ultra wealthy. It's not just for Jeff Bezos up in space, right? I mean, you, you have the opportunity to do some of these taxes strategies. And it's simple that the, the wealthy often use a provision of the tax code called the 1014A, which commonly is referred to as the step up in basis. So here is often how it all comes together. And they can altogether eliminate taxes in some scenarios here. So the strategy has, it works with many different types of investments. But for this example, I'll just use stocks, right? A hypothetical investor, we'll call her Margaret, has, has long been a savvy stock picker. Uh, she started with $100,000 and really just by 
buying and holding, using buy and hold strategies, she built a portfolio that's now worth $1 million. You know, she's not yet paid taxes on that money. That money, you know, you pay taxes on the money when you take it out, when you realize that you're taking it out. So that'd be $900,000 gain. And again, because it was up to her when she sells, she totally controls when she's going to pay the taxes on that. Sell it today and she'll likely face a big tax bill, but hold off selling and she defers those taxes going forward. Where the 1014A or the, the, the step up in basis comes into play is that if Margaret dies, if she passes away before she ever sells her shares and her son Ted inherits those shares, the 1014A kicks in and he receives a step up in basis. All this means is that for Ted, he can immediately sell the shares that he inherits and he will not pay any income or capital gains taxes, assuming the shares aren't sold for more than their value when inherited, which is in Ted's case, $1 million. In other words, the entire $900,000 gain escaped taxation. Now, depending on the value of Margaret's entire estate, there may have been some estate taxes, but you know, under current law, millions of dollars can be transferred without any estate taxes as well. And I think it's so important, Brad, to have ongoing, you know, so many people come in and have a plan, but you want to have ongoing tax planning. You know, you want to ebb and flow. Again, we don't know if it's going to happen, but if you look at President Biden's tax proposals, this step up in basis under 1014A is one of the things he'd like to take away. Now, will that pass? Who knows? But if it did, it would be a seismic shift uh, to to the tax planning in a way that we help people when it comes to those long-term capital gains. Now, there's some other ways to deal with it as well that we discussed earlier. So if you have an item, business, property, tax, that are, you know, long-term capital gains, you'd like to diversify, get out of that, but you're worried about the taxes, oftentimes there's some great strategies. And Brad, while step-up and basis at death can be an effective way to eliminate income and capital gains tax, it doesn't work so well with people that need to spend their money during their lifetimes. Fortunately, there's some other tax-efficient strategies that it can accommodate this, like tax-loss harvesting, tax-free loans of life insurance cash values, maybe proper utilization of real estate equity and, and home, home lines of credit. But Brad, you know, what about the people that have done such a great job saving those retirement accounts? What do they do? Yeah, you know, earlier I used the example of making contributions to something like a traditional IRA, maybe a 401k, other tax-deferred retirement plans to illustrate how people can control when they pay taxes. With each contribution to these plans, a person is deciding not to pay the taxes today, but instead pay them in the future when they take out the withdrawals. Now, that can be a great thing, but that can also be a, a hard thing later in retirement if you don't plan for it right. So if you think about it, this ability of controlling when these taxes are paid could have a tremendous tremendous impact on the amount of taxes that you will pay. It all comes down to the person's tax rate at the time he or she makes the contributions compared to his or her future tax rate when taking withdrawals from these accounts. You know, if the effective tax rate at the time of the contribution proves to be higher than future tax rate applied with when withdrawals are taken, the decision to defer taxes would be tax efficient. However, if the, the reverse ends up being the case and the tax rate is lower at the time of contribution and higher at the time of withdrawal, the decision to defer taxes might not turn out to be that wise. And that's where a lot of people, I think, Tony, get hurt, right? 
a lot of people don't project far enough into the future. You know, you, when you're 50 years old, you're not really thinking about at 72, I have to start taking required minimum distributions. But a lot of people don't realize they're going to have both social securities. Maybe you're lucky enough to have a pension. Maybe you have rental income. And then at 72, Uncle Sam knocks on your door and says, you have to start drawing from your IRAs or tax deferred accounts. And all of those things count as income. So a lot of people in their 70s find themselves in one of the highest tax brackets of their life when they never planned for it. So if you're in that kind of age group where now is the time to plan, there's a lot of different things you can do now that's going to have a big impact later on down the road. There's also, Brad, great charitable strategies. And I think this is an area that gets so confused for people. You know, we meet so many families that are charitable. But I think a lot of people hear the term charitable strategies and think, boy, I got to be giving away tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars. And of course, if you are giving away those kinds of numbers, there's also some other great strategies we can look at. But but for so many of us, maybe you're putting $20 in a basket at church or giving $50 to this charity or that charity. When we had this new tax cut that went through a number of years ago, standard deduction went up. So most of us don't get to write off those donations anymore. There's some really simple strategies that can help you get that back. One is called QCD, or Qualified Charitable Distribution. So if you're in your 70s or older, you can take some money directly out of that retirement account. Money has to go right to the charity. You can't touch your hands or your bank account. But then you can get that money out without paying the tax bill. That can even reduce your required minimum distributions if you're over 72. And it's a great, much more tax-efficient way to give. Doesn't require any complicated strategies. For folks that are looking for ways to get that deduction back, there's another great strategy called a DAF. That stands for, guys, Drake is an awesome financial advisor. <laughs> no, I'll get aside. It's a great way, though, where you can put some money into a specific type of an account. You decide how it's invested, when it goes out to what charities. But it can be a way we can front load that and get a pretty good deduction if you're in a year with high income or you want to set off, you know, offset, I should say, the tax implications of a Roth conversion. So, Lots of strategies we could talk about. As you can probably tell, I get pretty excited about tax <laughs> strategies. But we know tax efficiency requires a different type of professional. A different focus and skill set is often needed when it comes to tax-efficient planning. So if you go to a cut-rate tax preparer, hopefully you aren't expecting much in the way of comprehensive planning advice. While the goal of your broker might be to construct a portfolio that's efficient, when it comes to accumulating wealth, how good is that broker when it comes to strategies for distributing that wealth so it supports your lifestyle throughout your retirement in the most tax-efficient manner? When a primary objective is to be more tax-efficient, it helps to have an advisor that, that has a unique set of skill sets, like being efficient at wealth accumulation, distributing wealth, and wealth uh, to fund your retirement needs, doing it in the most tax-efficient manner, and it's important that the tax professionals, CPAs, accountants are working together with your advisors. I think we've all had the experience where maybe you call your advisor, you ask a question, and he or she says, great question, call the accountant. Well, I, I get it. Advisors aren't accountants. And, and as I mentioned earlier, you want to work with a qualified tax professional. 
but I think it's important that these professionals work together. That's why the clients of our firm, we have, we do their taxes for them and we have accountants right here. So when we have more complicated plan, we can all get in the room and do it together versus you having to run around and, and figure it out. I started today's show by saying that many people are surprised to find out that taxes are one of their largest expenses in retirement. And when you add together your essential living expenses, the money you spend or would like to spend on things like travel, golf, dining out, all the other great bucket list items in retirement, taxes, and other expenses, you arrive at a specific number. A big objective of retirement planning is to marshal all the assets and resources in the best way possible to generate the required amount to meet all expenditures. The higher the total expenses, the greater the drain on your retirement resources and too much of a drain and you run the risk of outliving your savings. But most people don't want to take this chance so they decide to reduce their expenses. But the typical approach to cut this back is to cut back on the fun stuff, the travel, the golf, and not eating out as much and why those steps might be wise and for some people might even be necessary. Wouldn't it make more sense first to see if you could spend less on taxes? So before you let any more time go by, it might be a good idea to stop and ask yourself if your retirement plan is tax efficient as it could be. In our Retirement Ready Roadmap, we want to address the five unique areas that we think you should address in retirement. One of those important stops is tax strategies and tax planning. So if you're concerned that a rise in taxes could have a dramatic impact, sit down with somebody, talk to someone. It doesn't have to be us, but we want to encourage you to meet with someone that's a qualified professional, not just to do your tax return, but to also do tax-efficient planning. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, podcast fans, if you're ready to take the next steps to create your Retirement Ready Roadmap, then visit us at retirementreadyshow.com. Here you can download educational white papers, sign up for educational no-obligation workshops, or schedule your complimentary consultation. Also, don't forget to follow and like us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Thanks for tuning in. Drake & Associates LLC is an independent financial services firm that utilizes a variety of investment and insurance products. Advisory services offered through Drake & Associates LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only and is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Drake & Associates LLC is not permitted to offer. No statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Drake & Associates LLC.